Hello and welcome to 2020, a podcast where teenagers share their experiences in the modern world. I'm Louisa. And I'm Mary. And in part two of Young Dreamers, we will be talking to the lovely Sara De Felice, who will help us understand the science behind dreaming. Sara is a neuroscientist currently studying her PhD at the Institute of Cognitive Neuroscience at University College London. Sarah, I think a good place to start would be by explaining what's happening to our brain when we sleep and then talking about where dreaming comes into that sleeping process. So for a long time, it was thought that during sleep, we would just shut down and nothing would happen to our mind and body. We now know that this is not the case. In fact, our brain is at least as active during sleep as it is when we are awake. There are three uh, main things among the many things that happen in our brain during a normal night's sleep. One of these main things is cleaning. So the way our brain works during the day is by exchanging information across neurons, which are brain cells, through some electrochemical signals, pretty much like switching on and off some lights in our flat across different rooms. Every time a signal is sent or received, there is also some residuals which is produced. Pretty much like the rubbish you have at the end of each meal, for example. During sleep, our brain is cleaned from all this rubbish that we accumulate during the day. This is why it's key to sleep. If we don't sleep, eventually our brain won't be able to work anymore as it will be intoxicated from the rubbish. Another thing that we do during sleeping is learning. So we consolidate knowledge and memory that we acquire during the day, overnight. Very recently, neuroscience has been looking at something that is called brain plasticity, which is the ability to our brain to shape based on our experiences. Sleeping seems to be the main factor contributing to plasticity, and in fact, the very same process through which our brain shows plasticity. So especially for you young people that are still going to school and still learn new things every day, it's key to sleep. If we don't sleep, then you cannot learn. Another thing that we do during sleep is dreaming. During sleep, we go through different stages, which usually alternate, and the all stage sequence can go on for something between three to five times per night. These stages are mainly classified into two, the non-REM sleep and the REM sleep stage. REM stands for rapid eye movement. As you might have guessed, one of the main differences between these two stages is that in REM sleep, our eyes moved rapidly from side to side. During this stage, which is when we sleep most deeply and it's harder to wake uh, us up from external noises, etc., we also seem to dream more. Everyone has dreamt in their life, so one of the main questions is, Sarah, do you know why we dream? It is still unclear, in fact, why exactly we dream. Science has tried to study dreams since a long time, but only very recently neuroscience has got the tools to attempt some more investigation into dreaming and sleeping. It is very hard to study dreaming in a rigorous way, so usually people come to the lab and undergo some scanning for us so we can look into their brain while they do stuff. But dreaming is very different. It's very hard to ask people to come to the lab, sleep and dream.
you can't control dreaming. Anyhow, a possibility might be that through dreaming, we reset thoughts and experiences that we have during the day. We organize knowledge and process emotions. For example, some studies have shown that more dreaming is associated with better memory, better emotion regulation, and even better motor coordination. Also, the other way around is true. So when people have damages to a specific area in their brain, for example, involving emotions or spatial navigation or even reasoning, their dreams also is affected according to the area which is damaged. For example, people that have problem in areas um, of the brain engaged in spatial navigation, um, so recreating map and remembering routes during the day, they might also have dreams which reflect, reflect that, meaning that they might have dreams which are less vivid in terms of spaces uh, and surrounding. So I guess, leading on from the question I asked previously, in your own words, can you explain why when we wake up, sometimes we can remember our dreams, whereas other times we can't? Well, this is a very interesting question, and in fact, scientists are still trying to answer it fully. One possibility is that this might depend on at which uh, sleep stage we wake up. Waking up during or closer to a less deep stage might make it more likely for us to remember what we just dreamt. Also, there might be some dreams which are particularly vivid or emotionally salient, which can also be a factor contributing to how well we can recall them when we are awake. So, in terms of lucid dreaming, can you explain to us what a lucid dream is and why it occurs? A lucid dream is one in which you basically know that you are dreaming. Research shows that, in fact, during lucid dreaming, there are some very active regions in the brain that you wouldn't normally expect to be active um, when you are asleep. It is not clear exactly why we do have lucid dreams. And in fact, it's not clear why we have dreams at all. But lucid dreaming might reflect a sleep stage somewhere in between a deep sleep and an awakening stage. So a place where we are neither fully unconscious nor fully conscious. There is some recent uh, research focusing on lucid dreaming and how to train people to actually do more of that. So to use it as a tool against recurrent nightmares and sleep problems. A few of the dreams in the first episode were nightmares, but one dreamer in particular thought her nightmare was representing something in her life that would not go away. So are nightmares a way for the brain to confront the traumatic experiences we've had? It's not exactly clear why we have nightmares as much as it's not clear why we have dreams in the first place. But it might be a way for our brain to process things that worry us or make us feeling anxious and stressed during the day when we are awake. The thing is that the brain works um, with neurotransmitters, which are these chemicals that we can think about them as um, little keys that, that open and close different doors in different regions of the brain. Now, the same neurotransmitters that um, are responsible for our emotional control and stress level and things such as anxiety and um, worrying um, are the same neurotransmitters that are actually um, involved in uh, sleep 
and define our sleep quality. So it might be that uh, in stressful time in our life when we're worrying about something, um, our brain is much more overwhelmed by these um, emotional reactions that also affect uh, the quality of our sleep and in turn might cause more nightmares. You spoke a bit about how day-to-day experiences affect how we dream. In light of the ongoing pandemic, we've seen dramatic changes to the way we live our lives, with many people isolated in their homes, feeling a great deal of anxiety, stress and perhaps loneliness. So what kind of effect could this pandemic have on our dreams? Well, no study has been conducted yet on um, how this pandemic is affecting our dreaming and um, whether this is causing us um, more nightmares. Uh, But for sure, we know that um, many people are experiencing sleep problems uh, because of the stress and anxiety related to um, these difficult times. So it might be very likely uh, that this anxiety and stress uh, is reflected um, overnight and people might experience more nightmares because of that. Well, thank you so much for being with us, Sarah. Um, We certainly learned a lot about dreaming and this has been so useful for us. So thank you for coming on. Thank you for listening to part two of Young Dreamers. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed making it. This episode was produced by Louisa Ariwet and Mary Emanuel. Thank you to HCA for making this podcast possible. Until next time, sweet dreams!